Hello and welcome back to another episode of That's Debatable. I'm Miles Avalos. And I'm Creed Finnefrock. On this show, we break down a complex issue, then use evidence and reasoning to debate both sides. Just a reminder that this show is primarily meant to educate and that the positions we take are not necessarily representative of our views or the views of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. So without further ado, today we'll be debating if our society is too dependent on screens and electronics in general. In this debate, I'm going to be taking that side that says we are overusing screens and electronics while Miles is going to be arguing against this. So Miles, why don't you kick us off with your first argument? So there was a study by Oxford. They studied over 17,000 teenagers and they found, quote, little evidence of a relationship between screen time and well-being in adolescence, even before bedtime. And what I think sets this study apart is that they didn't only rely on self-reported data, which is what most studies include, but it also used actual records of electronic usage. And this is important because one third of people lie about their usage of electronics. So I think this study is more reliable. Would that be people over-reporting, like lying, saying like, oh, I spend too much time or people under-reporting? Because I think a lot of people would try to be under-reporting so that they aren't seen as worse. So I guess in that point, it would be, you know, kind of confirming that it wouldn't be as harmful. However, many, many medical studies and school studies outside of Oxford have done research on this about screen usage before bedtime. And studies like the, from the Harvard Medical School state that using blue light emitting screen devices like a smartphone before bedtime can disrupt sleep patterns uh, by suppressing the amount of melatonin that a a person gets. Screen time, overuse of screen time uh, is a massive issue. Sometimes it's not necessarily as much how much time you're spending on it, but what you're doing on it. So people who are spending a lot of time on social media are having a lot more problems with screen time and depression compared to people who are just using it for work. Did Harvard have a study to back up this conclusion? Yeah, they actually did. The Brigham and Women's Hospital did a study on how using light-emitting screens before bedtime can adversely impact sleep. What they had was people read books on an iPad for four hours before bedtime each night for five consecutive nights, and then this was repeated with printed books. Um, The order was randomized, with some reading the iPad first and others reading the books first. And then the people who read on the iPad took longer to fall asleep, um, were less sleep in the evening, and spent less time in REM sleep. Um, And they also had reduced secretion of melatonin and had a delayed circadian rhythm. So people who read actual books before bedtime had a lot easier time falling asleep. Their sleep schedules weren't messed up. And I think that's one reason that now we're seeing a lot of people who are complaining about their sleep schedules or trying to rework their sleep schedules because they're on screen so much at night that it's really messing them up. And so they're not getting the proper amount of sleep, the proper rhythms of sleep. And uh, then, you know, a lot of people are getting less and less tired late at night and then tired or like, you know, if they wake up early in the day, you know, maybe even 8 a.m., they're extremely tired because their sleep schedule is completely messed up. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair argument, but it's interesting that, like, different studies say different things, so I'm not sure we can say it's, like, 100% confirmed. Screens are very, very recent, and same with social media and other things like that, so a lot of it's still being discovered, but the majority of studies tend to say that blue light emission causes poor sleep and screen usage, uh, if overused, 
or used improperly can become a massive problem. And I also think that if we're measuring like as a whole, if we're over-dependent on technology, we can't just cherry pick the things that are wrong with technology. We have to look at how we use technology overall, if we're using it too much or if we could be using it more. And I think overall we could be using it more. You think about something like donating to charity. People are most encouraged to donate to charity by social media. That's the, the biggest cause of donating, followed by email and websites. So Yeah, I mean, if you see like what Mr. Beast has done with Team Trees and Team C's, things like that, where he's getting $30 million uh, for you know planting trees or taking trash out of the ocean in just like a month or so because of his platform that he has. Now, it's definitely a great example of the good things that come out of social media and how we could be using it more. But then there's a lot of issues with, you know, a lot of people getting addicted to screen usage. Um, you know, 50% of teenagers in a study in 2016 said that they felt as if they were addicted to their phones. And those, you know, parents say that they assume around 58% of kids are addicted to phones. And there's been a lot of research on this, too, with how social media and things like that can negatively affect people's mental health. Um, so there are many good sides to screen usage, and I'm not arguing that we should be against screen usage at all. Um, but what I'm saying is that there is a over over amount of usage for it sometimes with certain things, and that we should try to steer away from that. Okay, but back to what I was saying, charity is promoted very heavily online, and then when people actually donate, they're donating through online, obviously, and so. Uh, for example, America donated $470 billion to charity in 2020. And that's just like a taste of what we can do with technology, if you know what I'm saying. So I think that technology has a lot of potential that we're not necessarily using. So I think in that sense, we could actually depend even more on technology. Yeah, and that makes sense. As I said, there's a lot of really good things with technology. But the main concern for why people could be overusing or depending too much on technology is problems with addiction and then the negative effects that technology use uh, can have on people. Yeah, I get that. But on the other side, I think uh, even in the student context, there's a lot of evidence that technology can be more of a good thing than a bad thing. For example, there is a collection of 126 experiments that prove that technology can help improve learning on courses like math. For example, tech that allows students to progress at their own pace shows, quote, enormous promise and there's evidence that it boosts results even as much as tutoring services. So yeah. if you have a website that meets students where they are instead of forcing them to learn at the same pace of the class, that can be very useful and something that we're not utilizing as much as we could. Yeah. I mean, I use Khan Academy all the time for math. That mm -hmm. was a great tool um, to use. And that's something that, you know, definitely having that online aspect is great. And when we all went online for school during COVID... That was another thing, um, which, you know, most of us are back to in-person school now. But, you know, having that option to still learn was great. Going back to what I said earlier, though, the main concern that people have with the overuse of screen time or overuse of screens overall is the negative effects it can have on people and how people are using screens as a whole. Um, because, you know, obviously, if you are using screens for work or for educational purposes, you're going to come out of it feeling a lot more, uh, a lot better than if you had just been spending that entire time watching, you know, random YouTube videos or playing video games. Um, so there's a whole difference in that, too, with concerns of how you're using it, uh, not as much as how much you're using it. 
Yeah, and that's that is a lot of what screen time is because before we used to have all these different things for different activities. Like we had a radio for listening to music. We had calculators for doing calculations, cell phones for making calls, but now it's TVs for television. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we, we just went to plays back in the day. Ah, true. Exactly what we did. But anyways, it's like all combined into one thing now. So it's not necessarily that it's a huge problem. It's yeah. just that it's all in one. And so it seems like magnified. Yeah, I think that's definitely one of the issues. I think it, there was a study that shows that adults spend around 11 hours a day looking at screens. Four to five hours tend to be for work-related things, on um, like a work computer or something. Uh, three hours to four hours is spent on their phones, uh, social media, con- conversing with people. And then the rest of the time is either just television, random use, or like electronic readers, uh, like for a book or something. So there's a whole entire different thing with that. And then how kids use screen times, kids have around five to seven hours of screen time. And a lot of that consists of school and then just random use for video games or YouTube, things like that. Honestly, five to seven hours seems kind of low. It kind of (laughs) does seem low, but those numbers have gone up since COVID. Oh, which yeah. is expected. That was before COVID when people could actually go out and socialize. But since uh, a lot of that has happened, those numbers have risen on average, I think, two hours for both adults and children as people become kind of needed more things to entertain themselves. And so they turned to their electronics, watched a bunch of new shows, things like that. But that's one of the things is the school's always telling us like, hey, get off your electronics and stuff. But then they sign us like five hours of homework. Exactly. Electronics. They're like, and, I mean, I'd, to be fair, I'd rather do it on electronics than regular in most cases. I don't know. I kind of like having it on a, you know, a paper. I think for math, I'd rather have it on paper, but definitely for, for math else. on paper is better. I could say, I think English is maybe better on electronics. Yeah, for sure. History and science. I think science definitely needs to be paper and then yeah. history could go either way, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like imagine writing an essay before you could just delete things at will. And that's another reason why we are not over-dependent on technologies, because we need it for important things like writing school essays. No, because we can (laughs) still use papers and things like that. (laughs) Yeah, and then our writing is just bad. No, there's there's a a magnificent thing called erasers. Oh, yeah. Um, They they tend to be very helpful for fixing problems in your writing. But definitely, you know, it's another thing that's funny with schools is how much they're telling us, get off, get off your screens. And then they're like, oh, here's your school-issued iPad or whatever. <laughs> like, here you go. Use this for every single thing that we tell you to do. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things with how kids spend time is a lot of the time they spend is on schoolwork or school activities uh, for their screen usage. Yeah, in general, I don't think it's, I don't think it makes sense to describe society as like super over-dependent on something Mm -hmm. just because it's super vital to how we operate. You know, it's like... So we're dependent, but not over-dependent is what you're saying. Yeah, I think technology has become like such a part of our culture that it's just, it's become what we do everything through. I don't think that's over-dependence. I think that's just like vitality. I mean, those two words are pretty similar <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> okay, depending okay. how you look at it, Miles. Sure, that's sure. uh, Fine. pretty close. No, well, 
there's a difference between dependence and overdependence. Overdependence is something yeah. that's not healthy, but dependence could be something that's furthering your society and making things faster and better run. Yeah. And I think, you know, we've talked a lot about the good things with electronics and the just normal dependency, but then there is overdependency. As I had said earlier, around 50% of teenagers said that, you know, they felt addicted. And a lot of people, when they get that notification on their phone, they feel like they have to answer it immediately, um, depending on what it is. And there's there's a whole joke that started, I think, in the 1900s about people being so addicted to internet usage that they would skip out on actual events and then their fingers would start typing randomly. But then, you know, there's actual been cases of, you know, things like that happening, which is, you know, it's somewhat funny, but it's also definitely a bad thing that people have been so focused on screens and things like that. Um, This is a little bit random, but have you heard of the Tetris effect? No. So the Tetris effect is something that happens a lot with certain certain things in life mainly screen usage in video games stuff like that so what would happen is people spent so much time playing tetris and focusing on that that when they closed their eyes they could literally see themselves playing it that's cool vr it's not cool <laughs> i can tell you that another thing that's very similar is candy crush candy crush is an amazing game i just started playing it again and this is you know, I was playing it a bunch the other day, closed my eyes, and I literally saw myself playing it. And I was like, whoa, what the heck is going on? Turns out it's an actual thing that happens when a lot of people, when, when people spend time focusing and putting a lot of energy into things online, especially if it's something as rewarding as a video game where, you know, you get something and it makes all these flashy effects and you're like, oh, wow, this is so amazing. And it's super simple, like a puzzle game. Um then that actually becomes something that, you know, is kind of seared into your mind. And it it's not necessarily a bad thing, but what it does is it can cause a lot of distraction and just annoyance for people. Um, and then it's it kind of a sign that you're spending too much time focusing on things like that with electronics. And so there are those things where it's definitely like, you know, you're spending way too much time doing one thing and you're putting too much effort into this. And then that can be you know, begins to change how you act in real life sometimes. Yeah. And can I, can I like break off my, my script, my pre-approved argument for a minute here? Go ahead. I found that I think uh, electronics are also problematic for creativity. Like if you're just on your screen, if you're just on your screen all the time, you don't really have any opportunity to really evaluate your life or think about anything seriously. Yeah. Uh, Boredom is what creates most of creativity and ideas and inventions because you know you're like oh what can i do what can i do and then all of a sudden you come up with something magnificent and you're like oh wow why didn't i think of that well when you're on a screen you can never really well you can get bored but you never really feel like you can because you've got so much there at your fingertips like oh i could do this or this or this and then in the end you know you come out of it and you're like ah, i didn't really feel like i gained anything and then you just lost a bunch of time because i think a lot of people now are having with the whole screen time thing, that's a little bit different from actual effects is they're spending a lot of time on it, looking for something to kind of entertain them and then come out of it feeling like they didn't gain much and they missed actual real lifetime that they could have been doing something uh, more useful, like working out or going outside and going on a walk or talking to friends or something like that. I think the move is just to get so addicted to screens that we're bored of it and then creativity flows from there. 
No, that's <laughs> I don't I don't think that's how it, how that works. Because <laughs> um, a lot of times with that sort of thing, you end up just trying to go back to it more and more and more, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back on script. Here. Go back on script now. <laughs> it's fun to go off script. Yeah. We don't have a script actually. I don't. Yeah, off off the plan thing. We have plans. We don't have a scripts. Yeah, we're too cool for that. Well, sometimes I script some stuff. <laughs> you like to script it. Okay, what is your what is your next point? Okay, well, as I'm reading off a script here, it's not a script. Good research is underutilized and can only be done on electronics. Okay, <laughs> research. People don't research enough, and as I said, we need electronics to research in a lot of cases. And a lot of the misinformation, yeah, it does come from social media. But I think if we actually depend more on electronics, if we use electronics more, a lot of that misinformation can be stopped and we can actually like get back to addressing problems in a sensible way as a country. So you're saying by using something that puts out you know, bad things, by using it more, we're going to stop having as many bad things? Yeah. I'm not serious. <laughs> can you explain that flow of logic to me real quick? Well, maybe it's not like we need to use it. Well, yeah, we need to use it in a better way and also use it more to research more because okay. people right now will just use social media because it's the easiest way and the fastest way. And you just like read a headline and then Catchy read headlines. people's comments or something. Yeah. You, don't, you don't actually go in and like see the intricacies of any given topic. Okay, so that's more of an education problem instead than being like oh we need to use electronics more. i think it ties in with like depending more on electronics so n- needing to depend more yeah need- needing to depend more i think a lot of it though you know you can find a lot of great stuff online but i think a lot of what helps a lot with logical reasoning is actually having real life interactions and understanding that so i think you know it's you can definitely learn a ton. I mean, there's whole courses on logics and things like that online, um, but a lot of people aren't going to take the time to do that. So I think that's more of an education problem instead. Um, so instead of saying, you know, let's turn to electronics even more and put more focus and energy into electronics, we could try to change something like in the educational system where it's giving people more of a motivation to actually learn for themselves instead of just seeing a headline and running with it. When you're saying education system, are you talking about like our schools? We could say schools. Because I don't think schools have time to teach everything. Like you would pretty much need a dedicated current events class. And we don't, I mean, you could do that. That would actually be an interesting class. That would be, I feel like that would be a lot more useful than some of the other classes that we are assigned to take. Um, But, you know. Yeah. So we could depend more on electronics or we could take a class. It's Well, not necessarily. I mean, in the home too, like. You know, parents should help their kids actually understand that they should try to think for themselves and do their own research. I think that was also another thing that's important. So I think it's a whole, you know, it's either, I mean, it could be a whole social dynamic too. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't really need to look it up because if a headline's catchy enough and it causes enough uh, either excitement or rage, then I can get away with it, right? So I think if people actually, if there's like a whole societal change in that sense, it would be a lot more simple. And, you know, another thing for research, we have had libraries, we've got a lot of other things that don't require devices. Now, devices make it a lot easier sometimes, but it also does mean you look something up and maybe it'll give you something completely wrong that you can't find. Um, and, you know, you only see the incorrect stuff online sometimes where 
You know, he looks something up and it's like, oh, sorry, this doesn't exist, but here's a completely random thing, unrelated. And then you could go to a library and maybe find something that answers your question. Yeah, maybe. But I feel like people always say that, like, you don't know what's real anymore, but it's not that hard. Like, there's obvious <laughs> websites that are reputable and trustworthy for the most part or not trustworthy. And I think there's, you know, if you're you going to BuzzFeed on. for all your news, that's where you're going wrong. Yeah. But, <laughs> but if you're taking a lot of different news sources, combining them, comparing them, reading this, you know, primary documents of everything, then that's, that's when you're probably doing it right. There's a good website for that. It's called allsides.com. It shows you the left viewpoint, the center viewpoint, and the right viewpoint. And so it's interesting to be able to see what different people say about the same things. Interesting. Definitely check that out. Um, no, don't check it out because we're not allowed to promote websites. Oh, I guess we can't <laughs> tell you to check that out then. I was very careful with my wording and, yeah, you, and you messed it up. I feel like that's a problem. <laughs> not not you being careful with your wording, but I feel like that's a problem that we can't tell yeah. you guys some resources. Okay. We should be able to do that. We should. We should start a petition. I'm sure they won't notice. <laughs> <laughs> the rutabaga gets up away with so much. Oh, my word. There's a lot of really good... Okay, we can promote other shows on the station. Yeah. We should literally have a show just promoting websites and things like that. Like, <laughs> here's the daily website. Nice. <laughs> All right. Okay, back to the original discussion. What's another thing that you would like to bring up that's talking about how we could, you know, we aren't over-dependent on electronics? So this argument is about if we're over-dependent on tech, right? So I think one of the reasons that we do rightfully depend on technology is that if you don't depend on technology, you're going to get left behind. This is the 21st century, and as people going into the future, we're going to, we're going to need basic techno, technological intuition, I think. Yeah. And like people from previous generations obviously aren't as used to technology, and so they don't seem to have as much skill using them. And so I think if certain groups of people don't use technology much, as much, don't use screens as much, that they'll be at a disadvantage. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's like when you switch HDMI cables and then all of a sudden your grandparents are like super amazed <laughs> with like, oh, how'd you do that? Mm -hmm. um, but I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with living out in the woods and not using phones or computers or anything like that. <laughs> okay. I mean, it'll make your life a lot more difficult. Yeah. But that would, there's that whole issue with like, you know, needing technology and then over depending on technology. Um, and there's kind of like a fine line in there. Yeah. I just think that we should be giving people the opportunity to get to whatever point in life they can get to. And so if we're limiting them by not giving them the necessary experience with technology, then we're taking away their freedom. Yeah, I guess I can see that. I want to get back to one last thing about problems with screen usage in electronics. Um, a study found that around 12% of young American adolescent video gamers are pathological video gamers, meaning that they are putting a lot of time and effort and that's like their main focus is just video games and it's kind of like compulsive and basically addictive and that's a massive problem as they've seen as you know a lot of people end up having a lot of psychology issues 
because of that because they're so focused on it and they can't get off of it. Uh, they'll have withdrawal symptoms. Um, they'll have, you know, loss of outside interests. And then, you know, they'll use that sort of thing to escape bad moods or issues that they don't really want to work hard on fixing. Um, and that creates a lot of problems with social, like actual in real life social interactions. Um, I mean, our generation is having a lot of issues with that. Like we're some of the probably least person to person social, like a lot of people have a lot of issues with interacting with, with each other on a person to person level, um, until they get a screen between them and then they can text with each other almost immediately. Like they've been best friends for years. Mm -hmm. So it's issues like that where it's, you know, addiction and then a lot of problems with actual social interaction between people. I think there was a stat that like people are going on like less dates and things like that than previous generations. So I think there's, I think screens are making people like take less risks because yeah. they're just more focused on like there, there's a lot of fear too because you see with social media this is a whole di different topic too with social media how a lot of people post the best versions of themselves or edited versions of themselves and that causes a lot of problems with you know self-image and then you know a lot of people's confidence goes down because of that and then there's also like online dating apps so why would you really meet in person sometimes if you can just decide online if you like a person or not to be fair though i think some people find a lot of benefit in online dating apps yeah exactly because, i mean yeah. my my cousin met his girlfriend through an online dating app but you know they had been to high school before so they actually knew each other <laughs> but you know <laughs> online dating apps probably are taking out a lot of the actual human interaction they are taking out a lot of the human interaction between things like that, which are kind of supposed to be special in a sense. I feel like online dating apps are usually like a last resort for people. <laughs> like, you can't. You see someone's online. phone and they have like five online dating apps. Like, oh, poor guy. Like, yeah, they've gone past high school. They've gone past college. They're like in Iowa or something. <laughs> Middle of nowhere. <laughs> they have no chance otherwise. No. I that's that's not necessarily true <laughs> if you use online dating apps we aren't necessarily bashing yeah, you yeah. as we said earlier what we say here doesn't necessarily <laughs> reflect our own opinions yeah this is purely education as we said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> everything our our show is only education yeah but i mean i think that's kind of the main the main issues that many people have with uh electronics and the concerns of overuse and i think you brought up a lot of really good points about you know, the great things that electronics has done and how we could utilize it even more in the future. Yeah, and it's it's really just finding that balance. It's, it's pretty hard to argue something like this because it's not something concrete like that we've debated earlier mm -hmm. about like changing it's, a policy or not. Yeah, it's, it's person to person. Yeah, it's like benefit or detriment. It's hard to weigh that out. Yeah, I, I mean, I can say in my own personal life, like, it's electronic usage has been great. We're recording, you know, our shows using electronics. We do school online. We get a lot of stuff that's great online, but then there's also, you know, bad things like, you know, maybe you're watching too much Netflix or something, or, you know, you've got issues with playing too much video games, stuff like that. So there's, there's a lot of negative sides to it too. So I think it's a lot of, if we really wanted to get down to the root of how to fix the actual problems with screen time, it would be, you know, helping people, understand the negative effects if you use it incorrectly um it would be kind of protecting in that sense and then you know 
having more social interaction be become more of a valuable thing and uh you know research for yourself that sort of stuff where you're putting a lot of time and effort into what you're doing instead of just you know going through the youtube or tiktok algorithm and just you know looking at all those videos and then coming out of it feeling bored and like you didn't learn anything so yeah try to find some time in your day where you can just kind of relax maybe like go outside but anyways just not using your phone that can do a lot of benefits i think Mm -hmm. yeah the people there's like whole phone detoxes you can find which is funny because they have them online (laughs) it's like here's a phone detox and uh you can find more about it online Mm -hmm. (laughs) i honestly i think that's pretty funny but definitely you know try to interact with people more socially and uh spend more time in the real world i guess because stuff that's online isn't always gonna be you know super fulfilling and you get a lot a lot more from interacting in real life yeah but also do research online because that is the best way to do research and speaking of which you should do research about this topic make sure to like find out all the studies and you you can double check what we said um please do that actually and that's that's part of why we do the show because we want people to learn more about topics and you know we are not the the you know we are in control of all the facts in this so please do your own research and uh you know check this out for yourself too so i think that's going to be it for our show make sure to check us out on spotify under the name that's debatable but in the meantime stay tuned to kmih and have a good day